please join in our entrance hymn, I, the Lord of Sea and Sky. and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. A warm welcome to St. Bride's Church for the celebration of morning Mass, which is the funeral Mass for the repose of the soul of Charles Madden. Uh, welcome to Elspeth. Uh, welcome to Brian, Suzanne and Alan. Uh, welcome to Lisa, Lisa and Gavin and Douglas. I'm not sure all the grandchildren are here, uh, but I'll the, the names of all of them, uh, Hannah and Maggie, Joya, Libby and Rebecca. Welcome to his brothers and sisters and to the extended family who are here and of course uh, many friends, uh, both Charles and Elizabeth uh, and many family friends uh, too. Charles's life has come uh, to an end very suddenly and unexpectedly and it leaves everyone with great sadness in their hearts. 
Today we come to this church to thank God for his life. He was a resourceful, hard-working man, a man who was kindly, open and friendly, a man who was well disposed to doing good in life, a man who made a big difference in many people's lives. So it's with sadness that we come to the church, but it's also with a deep feeling of great gratitude as we gather here uh, today. We realise today that we are blessed in the people that are in our lives. To begin the Mass and to offer it more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess, Almighty God, and to you, my brothers and sisters, in my thoughts and in my words, from what I have done and from what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, ever Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery, your servant, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him. Who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the virtuous are in the hands of God. No torment shall ever touch them. In the eyes of the unwise, they did appear to die. Their going looked like a disaster. They're leaving us like annihilation, but they are in peace. If they experience punishment as men see it, their hope was rich with immortality. Slight was their affliction. Great will their blessings be. God has put them to the test and proved them worthy to be with him. He has tested them like gold in a furnace and accepted them as a holocaust. When the time comes for his visitation, they will shine out as sparks run through the stubble so lay. They shall judge nations, rule over peoples, and the Lord will be their king forever. They who trust in him will understand the truth. Those who are faithful will live with him in love, for grace and mercy await those he has chosen. The word of the Lord. Say to the Lord my right. 
second reading is a reading from the second letter of St Paul to the Corinthians. We know that when the tent that we live in on earth is folded up, there is a house built by God for us, an everlasting home not made by human hands, in the heavens. We are always full of confidence then when we remember that we live in the body means to be exiled from the Lord. Going as we do by faith and not by sight, we are full of confidence, I say, and actually want to be exiled from the body and make our home with the Lord. Whether we are living in the body or exiled from it, we are intent on pleasing him. For all the truth about us will be brought out in the law court of Christ, and each of us will get as he deserves for the things he did in the body, good or bad. The word of the Lord. be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus raised his eyes to heaven and said, Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am, so that they may always see the glory you have given me, because you loved me before the foundation of the world. Father, righteous one, the world has not known you, but I have known you, and these have known that you have sent me. I have made your name known to them and will continue to make it known 
so that the love with which you loved me may be in them, and so that I may be in them. The Gospel of the Lord. Speaking with the family over these days, I get a picture of Charles Madden as a man of incredible energy, a man who certainly worked hard all his days, a man who could turn his hand to most things, a man who could easily resolve problems that would have most of us scratching our heads. His life uh, seems to have been engaged in work or managing people in projects uh, with great ambition. He was not a man to eat idle bread. Some of the projects that he was involved in were buildings that are landmark sites. I've chosen for the Mass today uh, a reading that might have appealed to him. It's about the erection of a tent. The reading itself comes from St Paul's letter and he himself by profession was a tent maker himself. Tents in those days were just handy as buildings where they could be easily put up and taken down, but they were kind of temporary by their nature. Charles, I'm sure, would have appreciated the skill behind the design, the building, and of course their usefulness. But ultimately the tent is seen as some temp- a temporary dwelling place that in time would make, pl- would make uh, way for a more permanent building. St Paul himself uses then this image for life here on earth. There is a moment in which the tent will be taken down and packed away. It will be transferred for a greater dwelling in the heavens, something even better. We are therefore to be no longer wandering people, if you like, who are in a tent, but we have found the place that we have been travelling towards, that home where the soul itself wants and desires to be. Today I want to present that image to you, for there is a moment in life, isn't there, when life is folded and packed away. But we believe that we transfer it for the, this we transfer this earthly home for a home in the heavens. Charles, a man uh, who knew buildings and certainly solid structures, might be at home with this image. The tent is good for a time, but there is something better to aim for. Who wouldn't be consoled then by the idea of a temporary earthly tent and then a permanent heavenly dwelling? Charles himself grew up in a large family of 12 children. The family say that he was a bit tricky in those early days, but he was the kind of child who covered his tracks well. He attended the local primary school and the local secondary school. Not too interested in school, he set out for the world of work at the first opportunity. First of all as a painter and decorator, but soon graduated to steel erection and construction. He was very accomplished in his work and was very involved in many key projects the length and breadth of the country. 
He managed projects which involved, of course, organising workers from different professions and was skilled and effective in what he did. He made many friends along the way too, and I'm sure that some of his colleagues are here with us today. <coughs> Even in those latter years, he oversaw projects added to this, of course, where gardening, which he was very involved in, and helped other people with their gardens too. For he was the kind of person who liked to help others and make time for others too. He was a very kind father to his children and has been a loving support to them. He always worked very hard for them and instilled good values in them, especially the importance of working hard. Their childhood and their adult lives have been blessed by his guidance, his love and his support. He was also a very caring grandfather to the grandchildren and he was delighted to see these five girls uh, born and also growing up. Her family meant everything to him. Likewise for his brothers and sisters who are here, it's a very cross, very heavy cross for them to carry as the loss of a sibling always is. A feeling always that a part of your life is missing when the death of someone so close to you comes. And for Elspeth too, his wife, so much shared in life, I'm sure that you're deeply grateful for these years that you've spent together. So many shared interests, so many things that you were able to do. You found great happiness and love in one another's company. I know that you planned a new phase in your life, selling your house and moving to another place, which was sadly not to be. But I'm sure amidst the sadness of the day, there is great gratitude and great joy for all the time that you've had together. It wasn't all work, was it? Uh, in his life, there were many passions. He had a great love for music, of course, played the guitar himself. Music was a great passion for him in his life. Especially loved uh, folk music, which he, I think, grew up with. Bob Dylan and that uh, very sad figure of Leonard Cohen. You have to like sad songs when you're listening to him. He also had a great love for a certain East End of Glasgow team, uh, as you probably know, and followed them in good times and bad. Love to hear the analysis of the game and the differing opinions on the radio chat shows. Like all of us, uh, Charles had many sides to his life. We are not just the one thing. There was great variety in his life and different things that he liked and different aspects of his own personality. I'm sure it's hard for all the family and friends who are here today to think that he is no longer with them. It's all come so suddenly. But today I would like to propose to you is not just a day of sadness, but it's a day of joy too, where we remember the man that he was, resourceful, skilled, very fruitful, a life that did so many good things, and a life that improved the lives of others. To return to that image of packing the tent and moving on to a home in the heavens. What a great image that is. 
to move on to the final destination, to the place where all the roads have been leading, where there will be peace and rest at the end of the journey, where he who makes us, we will meet the one who has made us. And just as we rejoice in things that we have made, the Creator himself will rejoice in the things that he has made too. I invite you to stand for the prayers of intercession. <coughs> With confidence, we make our prayers to Heavenly Father for all us. For, <coughs> for Charles that he may have eternal peace. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For all who mourn Charles in this day, that they may be consoled and given strength in their loss. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. That there may be peace and justice in the world. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. That we may learn to do good in life and be a blessing to others. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For all family and loved ones that we pray for at this time of year, Lord, hear us. Behold before us the past and the present. Behold before us the desires of so many hearts. You who are the Lord of human history and the Lord of every human heart, be with us, Christ Jesus, eternal Son of God. Be with us, and we ask these prayers through the same Christ our Lord. Please be seated. Come now to the offertory of today's Mass, and during the offertory, we'll sing the offertory hymn. In bread we
brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant, we beseech your mercy that he who did not doubt your Son to be a loving Saviour may find in him a most merciful judge, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For even though by our own faults we perish, yet by your compassion and your grace, when seized by death according to our sins, we are redeemed through Christ's great victory and with him called back into life. And so with the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly on earth, and before you, without end, we acclaim. Holy, 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 holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth, are full of your glory, Hosanna in the Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the beautiful, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. So remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant Charles, whom you called from this world to yourself. Grant that he who is united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, and we praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him. O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Please stand.
We pray together in the words that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, and graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you all. And now let's offer one another a sign of peace and friendship. Lamb of God. Jesus, the Prince of Peace, blessed are those called to the Supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. come forward for Holy Communion, uh, but if you feel unable to receive Communion but maybe would like to receive a blessing, please feel free to come forward and just to place your hand on your breast and I'll give you a blessing. Uh, if you don't want to receive Communion or a blessing, just to remain uh, seated where you are.
with us pray. Lord God, whose son, whose son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey, mercifully grant that, strengthened by it, our dear brother may come to the eternal table of Christ, who lives and reigns for ever and ever.
storms that threaten me. 